Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you. Now entering the game for Philly Press Box Radio, Bill Furman and Jim Chet Chesko. It's Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. Welcome to the Philly Press Box Radio Roundtable brought to you by the Iris Rover Station House in Langhorne, PA, Allstate Insurance in Westchester, PA, and the Edge of Philly Sports Network. I'm Bill Furman. I'll be your host tonight along with my partner, Jim Chet Chesko. Hey, Chet, it's Super Bowl 57 weeks, so tonight everything else has to wait. We're talking football. Let's go. Yeah, you got that right, Bill. As I said in our promo yesterday, Sunday can't get here fast enough. I wish we could just skip ahead, you know, three or four days. These two weeks between the conference championship games and the Super Bowl just seem to take forever when your team is involved, you know? They, they do. And, and I'll tell you, to me uh, personally, Chad, it feels a whole lot different this time around. Uh, I, I'm excited about this game more so than I was the, the uh, game five years ago. Because my expectations are high come Sunday. Yeah, we'll talk a lot about the game, what we hope to see from the birds Sunday evening. But we'll also take a look at some of the many prop bets that are out there and make a little contest among you, me, and Boop later in the show. That should be fun. Yeah, and uh, we're even going to add add our listeners and viewers into that uh, prop bet scheme. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But, hey, in the meantime, we have great guests tonight. Uh, the 33rd team's Paul Domowicz. We'll be joining us at Hall of Fame coach Dick Vermeil making a return visit to Philly Press Box Radio. And, of course, boop, Bob Patron Jr. will be joining us a little bit later. I hope uh, this doesn't disappoint people, but boop is actually pre-recorded this evening. So he's not going to be here live with us, but we will still get three and a half or four minutes of boop. Well, I hope everybody doesn't leave the show because boop's the star <laughs> and the rest of us, we're, we're the garden tackle of this organization. Yeah, when we're boops just, around. just warm up back. Let's get it going, Bill. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Let's welcome to from the 33rd team, Paul Domowicz back to Philly Press Box Radio. Domo, welcome. Thanks, guys. Good to be with you. You know that Bob Vitrone fellow, don't you? I sure do. Boy, I miss him. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would tell you to say hello to him, but uh, since pre-recorded, I guess we can't do that. <laughs> we'll say hello anyway. I, I know how to get a hold of him. Uh, hey, Domo, you've covered quite a few Super Bowls over the years, if I remember correctly, 20-plus. Is that correct? Yeah, more like 30-plus. Uh, oh. <laughs> you, you don't look that old. You don't look that old. Uh, <laughs> what is the atmosphere like in the host city in these six days leading up to the big game? What's the atmosphere? You know, it, it, early on, it's kind of quiet. I mean, and then it just kind of builds during the week as the fans from the two cities uh, arrive. Kind of depends on, the, you know, who's involved. I remember in 2008 uh, when the Eagles lost in the NFC Championship came to Arizona and Pittsburgh uh, won the AFC. And I remember driving uh, on the bus to uh, the stadium on game day and – you know, you'd see all these Steeler fans. Uh, there were very few Cardinal fans because the Cardinals weren't, you know, they didn't don't really have a passionate fan base. Like the uh, the game was in South Florida, 
And I was just I couldn't help think about what it would have been like if it had been Eagles Steelers. That city would have been on fire. Uh, so yeah, it, it gets crazy. About I want to say starting tomorrow. Uh, you know, it's really you, you can't go anywhere without uh, you know without running into fans and uh, uh, you know that starts to get crazy. Yeah, there there was an early report, I guess early in the week, that uh, a lot of tickets sold to Eagles fans. Not many tickets sold to Kansas City fans. Uh, Eagles always always represent. Yeah, they do. I mean, they they travel as well as uh, any team in the league. Uh, you know, during the regular season, their city they've over the years have you know have just taken over. I remember a game down in Miami late in the season. Uh, I mean, the stadium was just. 90% Eagles fans. Uh, you see that a lot. And, and you know, even though Super Bowl tickets are, have gotten obscene as far as the, the face value, uh, you know, Eagles fans still find a way to, to rustle up the money and, and they'll be out there. I mean, this is, you know, not, I was going to say it's a once in a lifetime uh, <laughs> thing to get your team in the Super Bowl, but uh, it's starting to become a regular thing for them. Well, Paul, Patrick Mahomes said yesterday that uh, his ankle has improved somewhat. What is the best approach to limiting Mahomes while also doing whatever possible to prevent Travis Kelsey from going off? Yeah, I mean, it's going to come down to their pass rush, uh, uh, particularly their interior pass rush, uh, Javon Hargrave and uh, Fletcher Cox. I mean, if they can, if they can get pressure up the middle and force – uh, Mahomes to move around and get out, you know, knock him off his spot and 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 kind of push him towards the edges where you know where you've got uh, people like uh, Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, and and Brandon Graham. I mean, that's the best case scenario for for them. I mean, he's not. I, I talked to a couple of sports medicine people that uh, they think Mahomes is about eighty percent. Uh, you know, that could change. I mean, if he gets, you know, lands on it funny or something like that on Sunday, but it's not going to, I don't think it's going to be a factor right now, especially he's such an unorthodox player. You know, he throws off one foot, no feet in the air. I mean, so, uh, but basically, you know, they've got to put pressure on him and, and, and that will help take away Kelsey as, as much as anything. Well, it seems like the recipe to beat the Eagles is to control the ball like Washington did and, and try to keep the offense off the field. That's not Andy Reid's DNA to run the ball and try to uh, try to control the clock. Do you, did you see the Eagles on the flip side coming back and trying to run the ball, control the clock, and keep Patrick Mahomes off the field? Well, I mean, I think, you'll, you know, the Eagles are a running football team. I mean, that's – that's who that's their DNA. I mean, it, it, they do it in kind of an unorthodox manner. They, they throw early, uh, first quarter numbers are, you know, their pass play percentages as high as almost as high as Kansas city's early on in games. Uh, but then they quickly go to the run and, and, you know, nobody's been able to stop them. I mean, they've got, I think they're averaging like 32 carries a game, which is the third or fourth most in the league. Uh, so they like to get the lead and, and then, and then use that running game to, to just, you know, pound away and the RPOs and, uh, you know, I mean, ideally that's what they'll do this week. Uh, you know, I, in the playoffs, they've run a little bit more early. You're right. Kansas city's not going to do that. 
you know, I mean, Andy's never, I mean, that's just not who he is. And it's not going to, I can't imagine it changing this week, particularly since he doesn't, you know, I mean, he, he doesn't have a great running game. I mean, it's okay, but he's not going to take the ball out of Patrick Mahomes, hands. So, uh, you know, I don't think either team is going to just pound it early. Um, I think the Eagles will, you know, they'll use their RPOs and, and I think because the, you know, there's no tomorrow for this, after this game, you know, Jalen's not going to hold back as far as his running. So if opportunities are there, zone reads, RPOs, where there's openings, uh, you know, where if they see opportunities, they'll take them with him. They'll take them with their running backs. You mentioned how important it is to get pressure on Mahomes. We know how good Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat and Brandon Graham, the rest of the Eagles D-line are. I know the Chiefs have a real good center in Creed Humphrey. How good is the rest of the Chiefs' O-line, and what are they going to try to do to limit the Eagles' efforts to pressure Mahomes and company? Yeah, you know what? They've got two really good uh, offensive linemen. Uh, you mentioned one, Creed Humphrey, who may be the, the best center in the NFL that doesn't play in Philadelphia. Uh, the other one is, is Joe Thune, who's a, a first-team All-Pro this year. Um, aside from that, I mean, the other three guys are just guys, I mean, including Orlando Brown. I mean, their left tackle is – I mean, that, that's where they, they can be exploited on the edges. Um, Andy doesn't like to give them – you know, he doesn't like to keep people in to give, give his line help. Probably won't do it this week either, even against the best pass rush in the league. So – but I, you know, I think Hassan Reddick potentially can have a, you know, a big game. I think they'll move him around a little bit. Um, but uh, you know, that pass rush is going to be the key uh, to everything to get to Mahomes. You know, but even with the fact that they don't have a great offensive line, Mahomes only been sacked twenty six times. So I mean, you know, he can move around and he gets the ball out of there. He doesn't hold on to it. So uh, it's going to be a challenge. Yeah. What do, you, what do you make on the uh, offensive side where a lot is being said about the uh, the Chiefs' corners and being a little weak out there, uh, that, that possibly some big things could happen for the wide receivers and for the tight end for the Eagles? What do you, how do you feel about that? Well, they've got, you know, they've got three rookie corners, but they've, they've played a lot this year. Uh, I don't know. I forget their snap count. I had it, but I mean, they've got, a, they put, they've gotten a lot of experience quickly. Two of those guys, have some nice length, so I mean they're going to present problems for uh, for the Eagles' wideouts, uh, or at least or at least they're going to match up a little better than some against against AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. But I mean they can be exploited. I mean that's not certainly not the strength of uh, I mean the, the, the Chiefs. I mean they're the Chiefs are going to beat you with their offense. Uh, Spagnuolo's defense is is just okay. Uh, so I mean it's going to be interesting to see how. You know how they, you know how they use those corners, uh, how much zone and how much man they play against uh, Jalen and the wide receivers. Um, so yeah, you know, I think they they're a little bit more exploitable than San Francisco's DBs were, but they're not. I mean, they're, they're better than the than they've been in the past, even though they've you know they're all rookies. Hey, this is the Chiefs' third trip to the Super Bowl in four years. Does that experience give them any sort of an edge for a lot of these Eagles? It's, you know, their first trip. I think there are only six guys who were there five years ago. Does that experience help the Chiefs? A little bit, I guess. You know, I mean, I mean, certainly, I mean, Andy gets the uh, upper hand in experience, but Nick's, 
you know, Nick's proven that he's no, you know, novice who's going to be, you know, just because he hasn't been in a Super Bowl, is going to be overwhelmed on Sunday. Uh, but Andy and his staff are, are, are experienced. So, you know, he, I mean, he, I don't think it's. I don't think the players have any more advantage than the Eagles. I mean, with the uh, with the you know with the key people they have that that have you know, won in two that were on that 2017 team. So uh, I think it kind of balances out with both of these teams. Well, Paul, the offensive line can't, can't not talk about those guys. Uh, they're pretty darn good. And uh, I, how good are they against this Chiefs defensive front? And um, I didn't see the numbers, but I understand uh, Jeff Statlin has gotten a career-ending contract. He's going to finish his time in Philly. Yeah, I mean, he's you know he had some uh, some some feelers for offensive coordinator jobs with other teams. You know, he's he's been the run game coordinator here the last few years as far as title. Uh, but I mean, he's he's one of, he's one of if not the best offensive line coaches in the league. And they weren't going to lose him. He's not really that interested in, you know. I mean, I think he's happy here, happy with with with, with what he does, happy with the people he works with. Uh, so he just wanted to be paid fairly, and and they given him. Yeah, I think he's probably going to be uh, w- when we see the the figures, probably the the highest paid offensive line coach in the league. Um, you know, this line is. I mean, it's the best offensive line, Eagles offensive line I've ever seen since I've been covering this team. Um, you know, it's, I mean, it's it's so deep. Uh, you know, they've managed to stay healthy this year for the most part, ex- except for the guy you're showing on the screen right now who is, is playing with a sports hernia. I don't know how. Uh, he's played two practically flawless playoff games, even though, you know, he should be doubling over in pain. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just one of the incredible stories of this this team and how Lane Johnson has somehow managed to uh, shake off that injury and play as well as he has. Uh, but this line is, you know, I mean, it's carried him. It's the key to Jalen's success. It's the key to everything on that offense, and it'll be the key to whether they win or lose again on on Sunday. Uh, you know, Kansas City's got one really good player on their defensive line. That's Chris Jones. Um, it'll be up to the two Eagle guards. He, they move him around a lot, but mostly it'll be the, the two Eagles guards who will spend most of the time with him. Um, I don't think he's going to be an unstoppable force against this line. So, I mean, I think they can have some success. I think it's going to, you know, be why they, they're going to be able to run the ball. I think it's going to be why Jalen's going to get some, you know, pretty good protection because uh, they don't really have much else up front. So, uh, they stop Chris Jones, they'll be fine. Hey, speaking of the uh, Eagles offensive line, got to ask you about Jason Kelsey. If the Eagles do win the Super Bowl, especially, do you think he will hang it up after the season? You know what? Everything I'm hearing is that he's coming back regardless. Uh, you know, that could change. You know, you know he's always said, it, you know, it, it's going to depend on how he feels at the end of a season. Physically, emotionally, uh, physically, apparently he feels as, you know, as good as he's felt in a long time. This may be his best season. I mean, yeah. uh, when you look at, so does he, you know, I just can't, you know, I've known Jason for a long time. I mean, he may say, okay, I want to go out, you know, if they win, 
I'll go, you know, I, 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 how much better can it be than to go out on top like this with your second ring? But if I had to guess, you know, my gut says he'll be back next year, regardless of what happens on Sunday. Well, Paul, Howie Roseman has pulled some real rabbits out of the hat here, and uh, and it wasn't luck. You know, he he's done a great job. The A.J. Brown addition on the offense, the Hassan Reddick addition uh, on the defense, just uh, unbelievable job by Howie and his staff this time around. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the pro football writers uh, named him executive of the year for the second time in five years. He won it the year they, they won the Super Bowl in 2017 as well. And you're right. I mean, he's made some incredible moves. I mean, the the A.J. Brown move, the the Reddick. I mean, these are these are difference making moves. I mean, AJ, they don't, you know, AJ Brown's just made uh, a monumental difference to that offense, uh, and and Reddick's done the same to that defense. I mean, this was a pass rush last year that had the second fewest sacks in the league. This year, uh, they had the third most in history, or at least since they started counting sacks back in 1982. And it's because of him. I mean, not just the number he put up. Uh, but the impact, you know, offense, offenses had, to, you know, the attention they had to put on him freed up other people. So, uh, and then, you know, CJ, they got CJ Gardner Johnson uh, right before the season. Uh, you know, they draft Jordan Davis, they move up and get him. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Howie has not made, you know, I thought 2017, he was, about as perfect as you can be. Every move seemed to seem to be a gem, and he's you know he's done it again. So um, you know, in two years, I'm sure people will be calling for his firing. But uh, <laughs> right now, you know, uh, right now he's looking really good. All right, Paul. The Eagles are favored by one and a half. The over under is fifty point five. What's the Damo prediction? I'm going to go with 35-31. I think, you know, I think it's going to be closer than some think it will be. Uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game because, I, you know, as, as, as much as I like the Eagles' defense, I still think Mahomes is going to put up points and find Kelsey enough to, to get into the 30s. So I see it as a four-point game with the Eagles uh, prevailing. Interesting. I, I was going to ask you if, if you thought a shootout was better or worse for the Eagles, but I guess you've got to shoot out and you got to win. So I, I guess that answers that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I mean, I am really going to be interested to see how they defend Kelsey because that's the whole key. I mean, if he runs wild, um, it's going to be a long, it could be a long day for the Eagles, but you know, Jonathan Gannon is going to come up with some plan. Uh, probably won't be one guy. Obviously, it'll be a combination of different things: uh, zone and man, double team, bracketing, uh, and 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 counting on that rush getting in Mahomes' face as quickly as possible. But um, you know, that that's going to be the key for them, obviously, uh, on defense. All right, Dumbo, we have like a minute left, so let's do a quick game of three and out. Uh, real brief answers, if possible. In 20 seconds, why is Eric Allen not a Hall of Famer, and will he ever be? I don't know why he's not a Hall of Famer. Uh, I've tried hard to, to to get him in. He's been a semifinalist three years in a row. Yes, I'm still hopeful that he'll get in. He's got about four years left as a modern-era candidate. All right. Number two, how will D'Amico Ryans do as head coach of the Houston Texans? 
I think that was a good hire. I think to me, you know, I thought he was the top candidate this year. Uh, you know, I mean, he was a terrific defensive coach at San Francisco, but I think he's going to turn that program around uh, down in Houston. And number three, Rihanna is this year's halftime performer. How many Rihanna songs can you name, Paul? <laughs> Same as me, Paul. Same as me. <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> no. Hey, Paul, before we let you go, uh, can you let everyone know where they could follow your work on the 33rd team and everything else you have going on? Yeah, I mean, you can catch me on the 33rdteam.com. Uh, you can also, uh, on Fridays and Saturdays, uh, go to Jacob Sports, J-A-K-I-B Sports.com uh, and catch me there. I do a, uh, basically a stats-heavy package uh, column for uh, that runs Fridays and Saturdays before games, and it'll be there for Super Bowl Sunday. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, hey, Damo, thanks for taking time. I know you're busy, and uh, we, we sure appreciate it. As always, let's do it again, and uh, go Birds. You bet. Thanks for having me, guys. All, All right. right. Thanks, Paul. Okay. Hey, Chad, winter is here. Cold weather is here, although it's beautiful up there in the Northeast today. What do you think? You're going to be spending a little more yeah. time on your couch before it's all over than you are in your car. It's time for you to start saving with Allstate's pay-as-you-go auto insurance. Yeah, 58 degrees up here today, Bill. Not bad at all. But Allstate's pay-as-you-go auto insurance puts you in control. You only pay for the miles you drive with the same full coverage that a traditional policy offers. Pay-per-mile insurance gives customers greater control of their insurance costs. See how much you can save with pay-per-mile car insurance by calling your local agent. In Westchester, Pennsylvania, that is Dave Lavoy. Call Dave at 610-430-0700. Again, 610-430-0700 and start to save more now that you are driving less. Well, speaking of driving, Chet, uh, you driving over to the Irish Rover Station House this weekend. What do they have going on Super Bowl Sunday and for the weekend leading into the Super Bowl? Anything good? The Irish Rover in Langhorne always has things going on, plenty of stuff. In fact, I popped in there on Saturday, took a couple of pics of the posters of uh, some of the things that they do have going on. Look at this. There's there's just a whole lot on their schedule. Taco Tuesdays, Quizzo every Wednesday evening, Killer Burger Thursdays, Music Saturday nights. Oh, as you know, there's a big game this Sunday. You can go there for the Eagles-Chiefs battle or pre-order some of the Rovers' fantastic wings or sandwich trays for your own party. Give them a call for that. And in a couple of weeks then, I should mention that the Irish Rover on the 23rd will be celebrating its 10th anniversary at its Bellevue Avenue location and 26 years in business overall under current ownership. Find out more about all of the above at their website, irishroverstationhouse.com. And Bill, I want to mention on a side note, I just remembered this last week and I mentioned it to our friend Chris over there. When I first moved to New Jersey in 1984 for a radio job, um, my then news director boss was from Bucks County and the very first bar he took me to my first week to, you know, welcome me to the area was the Irish Rover. Again, that was before the current crew owned it. But uh, yeah, the Irish Rover in Pendell at the time around the corner from where it is now. How about that? Now the Rover is much bigger and a fancier spot around the corner, but still a great place to meet up with friends. So congrats in advance to the Rover on their 10th anniversary and 26th anniversary. Absolutely. And you're old, by the way. Well, there's no denying that, Bill. But you know what? I'm not as old as Merrill Reese, and he's still got it going on.
Hi, football fans. This is Merrill Reese, and you're listening to Bill and Chet on Philly Press Box Radio. It's good! Hey, how fired up you think Merle's going to be on Sunday? Oh, man. I, I heard him on uh, WIP today with the guys uh, midday. And, yeah, he's pumped. He's ready to go. So I know he and Mike are really going to have a blast and hopefully make another, you know, save for eternity audio and video clip for us all. That's right. I, you know, I was thinking as uh, we're listening to our opening, we we need another adjustment. Like, yeah. You know, we adjusted in 2017, and uh, we need to adjust again. Yeah, I hope we I hope we have to. That would be nice. That's right. Wait, well, hey, before we get to our Eagles talk, uh, you got to visit with the Hall of Fame coach that happened to coach in both Philly and Kansas City, Coach Dick Vermeil, Hall of Fame coach Dick Vermeil. Uh, is the coach fired up for Super Bowl 57? Oh, you know he is. You know he is, Bill. And right now I'm struggling to uh, find the video that I need to play for that. So that could be a problem. Yeah, we need a director. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I have to find that for us all. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have to put Dick Vermeil on pause for a second here. because. So you, you met up with or you visited with Coach on Monday, right? Um... Yes, it was actually Monday. And uh, he is definitely pumped up for it. So, All right. Well, in the meantime, uh, let's give a shout-out to all our shows at the Edge of Philly Sports Network. How about that this week? Wall-to-wall coverage. You can catch all of their action on at www.eopsports.com as well as Edge of Philly Sports on YouTube. You can find our show on Philly Press Box Radio YouTube channel as well. Like, follow, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. Share with your family and friends so that um, we can gain more people watching us. As you can see, plenty to talk about every night. A lot of Super Bowl stuff going on at two, starting at 2 o'clock on Sunday, but the guys will be talking about it Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and all day Sunday. So check it out at edgeofphillysports.com. I'll tell you what, Bill. You you talk for a minute because I'm gonna I'm gonna check something out. Uh, I am going to uh, do a little investigation. You give your spiel on the Eagles and what you expect this Sunday while I do this investigation. All right. Well, and and I will tell you. Uh, actually, I'm a little surprised uh, by uh, Paul's 35-31 score because, frankly, I'm expecting the Eagles. I'll go ahead and say this when before we get to our picks. I expect the Eagles to win this game handily. Uh, I, I just think they're a better team. I think they're better up front on both sides of the ball. Uh, I'm excited about this game, as I mentioned earlier, and I'm going to be disappointed if the Eagles don't win this game. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a big game. Um, they're going to have to put that spy linebacker on him again, and if he does, that creates man coverages in a lot of cases uh, or opens up some spots on the field for Dallas Goddard. I like the Eagles in this game a lot so uh like i say i'm really excited about that i think hertz will be big i think aj brown will be big and of course they're going to run the football defense got to create some turnovers but that pass rush is going to be solid if key to that is stay in their lanes don't create lanes and let uh, patrick mahomes escape through cracks put pressure on him pound him like they have everybody else and uh that, that defensive line is pounded quarterbacks all season. No reason 
to think that they're not going to do it again this week in my mind. So Chiefs are good. Don't want to discredit them, but uh, I'm liking the Eagles in this game. And that's the way to fill time, Bill, because I was able to snag it. I was able to. That's what we do here. Do a little magic, and I did find it. I gave away my picks, though, some of my picks, but that's that's all right. The coach is very, very much excited about what's going to go down this week. Uh, We talked to him just about a year ago at this time during Super Bowl week. I figured, so, hey, maybe I could convince him to come on the show again this year. He was happy to do it. And the fact that he's now got a Hall of Fame plaque in Canton, of course, he wanted to talk about that, too. So here, I think, is our chat. It's coming. Super Bowl week, so it's the perfect time to welcome back a Super Bowl winning coach who is also a 2022 Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee, Dick Vermeil. Coach, thanks for taking a few minutes to talk to me. All right. Always a pleasure to come back into the Philadelphia market. (laughs) Hey, Coach, you went to the Super Bowl after the 1980 season with our Eagles and then again after the 99 season with the St. Louis Rams when you, Kurt Warner and company, hoisted the Lombardi Trophy. The week leading up to the Super Bowl is even wilder now, I think. How tough is it to stay focused amid all those distractions? You know, I think the game has reached such a a dynamic uh, event level that I think the players now are pretty structured and disciplined into knowing what they have to do, both pregame and preparation and then game day. You know, uh, the the games used to be uh, dominated by one side and it's, Many people would be disappointed about the game, but recent games have ended up being pretty darn good games. And I think all the organizations have learned to control their preparation time and keep everybody focused. Well, as it turns out, you coached both of this year's Super Bowl franchises, the Chiefs in the 2000s. Uh, As we speak, the Birds are a slight favorite, according to Vegas. This could be a great game. What should we expect on Sunday night? Well, you know, me being a fan of both, I say I'm going to root for both of them to win and then feel real bad for the one that loses, okay? (laughs) But, uh, you know, right now, if you study them statistically, like I have through the computer reports that I've been working with for years, I find that the Eagle defense gives them a slight favorite uh, rating. I think, in fact, my computer says the Eagles should be favored by four points. Now, I understand the bookies say it's less than that, yeah, but I, you know, it'll be it'll be the kind of game, Chet, that I think uh, the team that doesn't commit a stupid foul when you've stopped the team and you've got a holding and and uh, you give them another first down, they go on and beat you, or that you on offense you score a touchdown and you've got a penalty against you and the touchdowns call back and you can't rebuild that six point you just lost. Those kinds of things, and sometimes now the officiating calls because we give those guys so many things to think about that they do make a mistake in judgment from time to time. And that ends up either helping you or be, getting you beat. So I, I think it's going to be that close a game. And I think I've, I'm not saying anything that's unique. I think everybody pretty much feels that way. A lot of players are not 100% by the end of the season. That includes both quarterbacks this time around. Patrick Holmes, though, is pretty amazing, even when hobbled a bit. What do the Eagles need to do to limit his effectiveness? I think, number one, don't give up the big play. And make them earn it. You know, Philadelphia is basically a zone coverage team, and they've done a good job uh, of keeping balls in front of them and not allowing the bomb or, or too many 20 yard plus plays. And I think that'll help them. I don't think they have to change what they've been doing. They just might have to do it a little bit better than they have been doing it because of Patrick Mahomes. 
you know, uh, he just, he takes plays and makes them work even when they're broken down. In fact, I think some of their big wins have come because people disrupted his normal routine of throwing the ball within the dis- discipline of a pattern, and he goes out and makes some kind of a big play. So you could almost say, let him throw the basic part of it and don't don't press him to the point where he's running around uh, and making the big play off his movement. So, you know, he's just, he's a phenom. He does things we have never seen another quarterback do. Yeah, and the other shoe on the other foot, you just stop and think the problems that the Chiefs defense is going to have with Jalen. You know, my God, uh, he he's so mobile and he's throwing the ball extremely well. Now, you mentioned the injury factor. I kind of believe by game day, he won't even be a, a thought. I mean, he'll just play like he's always played against in the Super Bowl. So, you know, <laughs> that's why they call it the Super Bowl. There's not another one like it. Well, Hertz is wrapping up a terrific season himself, as you mentioned, a legitimate MVP candidate. Do you think he is on track to be a truly elite quarterback now? Well, I think he's proved it. I don't think I don't think there's a question in anybody's mind anymore that uh, he is the guy. He's the franchise guy, and he may never be a seventy percent passer or all that. But when you put the combination package that he brings to an offense, uh, he is. <laughs> You aren't going to find many any better. Going to be a great game for sure. Hey, Coach, it was exactly one year ago that we last talked, just before you got the official word that you were voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. What were your emotions when you got the official news? And I was there, but what was the experience like in Canton last August when you had a slew of friends and former players there to see you be inducted? Well, I I think my basic emotion is dominated by being just being grateful to and for everybody that made a contribution in my career. Hopefully they all feel that they made a contribution. And when I went into the Hall of Fame, they went in as a, as a percentage of my effort. And, uh, and I, I mean that sincerely. You know, people have said, Coach, you appear to be very humble in making this statement and giving everybody credit. I don't know if I'm humble. I'm just real honest. You know, I know what it takes to win a football game. And so many people that made contributions that made a difference in my performance as a football coach. And I, I love including them in my evaluation process. One time I was complaining about the players we lost in recruiting. He said, sit down. I sit down. When John Wooden says, sit down, you sit down. I sit down. He said, now listen, coach, don't worry about those players you don't have. Just make sure you do a great job of making those who you have the best it could possibly be. You know, and I've operated under that simple philosophy the rest of my coaching career. By the way, we had Vince Papali on the show last week, and I asked him about that weekend in Canton, and this is what he said. We were there for it, and I never could have been more proud to have seen Dick Vermeil up there and be with all my teammates. And then, you know, it was really cool, Chad, is afterwards uh, they had a party with all the guys from the Rams yeah. and all the guys from the Eagles that were there. There were about a hundred of us. <laughs> are you, you talking about <laughs> it, it was, it was great. It was a good time. I want to hear more about that party coach. Was the Vermeil wine flowing that night? Oh yeah. I think we went through <laughs> between eight to 10 cases of wine. And when they shut the party down about, 20 minutes to one, they said, I think we better shut this down. There were still about 50, 60 people left in the room. And uh, it was a, it one, of, one of the great experiences I've ever had in that environment in my lifetime. And everybody that's been there, you just heard what Vince had to say. Uh, 
they all really sincerely enjoyed. It was more of a reunion than it was a celebration. I mean, the guys just really enjoyed seeing each other. And some of them hadn't seen each other uh, since they played together. And what a great day in Canton. I was there and just uh, terrific. So again, congratulations on that. All right, I need your official Super Bowl 57 prediction, Coach. Chiefs and Eagles, Sunday evening. How's it going to end? In a tie. Okay. <laughs> I can't predict a winner. I, the only thing I can tell you is my computer, which I've been relying on for years, certain reports that I was actually involved in helping design them years ago, say the Eagles are going to win by four. All right. Hope it's a great game, but I'm rooting for the Eagles. Thanks, Coach. Enjoy the game and uh, have a terrific year. Yeah, you too. Take care. Man, that's that's good stuff, Chet. You got to that that's good stuff. You got to like that coming from the coach. He he knows he knows he just wasn't uh, wasn't want to go on the record for the Kansas City people, but he knows how this is going to go down. Oh yeah, I love talking to Coach Vermeil. Eighty six years old, he just still loves watching the game and talking about it. Got so much energy. So yeah, he's a great man. I'm so glad he got into the Hall of Fame last year. Oh, absolutely, and and I'm glad he takes the time to join us. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Hey, Chad, I said last week I'd come up with some prop bets uh, for us to add a little extra entertainment to the big game. I did that. Uh, I know, as as you mentioned early on, many are going to be disappointed that Boop, Bob Patron Jr., isn't able to join us live tonight. I think he got tied up at um, splits. I don't know. I don't know where he is. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) we were able to get his picks. Chet, all chips are in the middle tonight, pal. The table is full. Forget all that other stuff. It's the Super Bowl. Well, let me reiterate what I said last week, Bill. If this is some sort of a ploy to, you know, count all these guesses against our one-loss records in our Pick'em League, I'm not going to have any of that. I'm, I'm going to take this to the highest court in the land. I'm I'm the defending champion, and I'm the champion again this year. Well, maybe in your world, but that's not the real world. So you go ahead. Hey, I'll tell you what we're going to do is uh, we're going to post this list on our Philly Press Box Radio Facebook page. So anyone that wants to make their picks can comment in the section below, post post them. Uh, It should be fun. We'll see how everybody does just for fun. So these are real honest uh, prop bets. So here's what we got. Which team will win the coin toss? Which player will score the game's first touchdown? Over under Jalen Hurts passing for 239.5 yards. Over under Patrick Mahomes with two and a half touchdown passes. Over under A.J. Brown, 72.5 yards receiving. Over under Miles Sanders, 60.5 yards rushing. Who will win the MVP? Who will win the game? Eagles Chiefs. Will the Eagles cover the minus one and a half? And the over under 50.5, what's going to happen there? So those are the list. And we are going to hear from Boop first, right? Do you want to hear from Boop first? Yep. Let's hear what Boop's got to say. All right. Now, um, then we'll circle second. back to me and you. That sounds like a plan. All right. I got to, got to do the same way I did with Coach Ramil, but I have this one ready to go, I think. So. We are in search of Boop, and he should be in my downloads area. Robbie gave Boop a hey anyway. Here comes Boop. Open Boop. Go, Boop. Hey, guys. 
Sorry I can't be with you, but even I have to answer to an authority higher than Chet sometimes. Uh, <laughs> let me run through these Super Bowl props for you, and I'll give you a couple stats at the end for you to uh, use and entertain at your parties throughout the weekend. Uh, the Chiefs are going to win the coin toss. They're going to defer, as most teams do, and the Eagles are going to take the ball, go right down the field where Miles Sanders, who, remember, did not score a touchdown at all in the 2021 season, scores the first one of Super Bowl 57. A couple of over-unders to touch on. Uh, Jalen Hurts passing for 239.5 yards. That number seems pretty high, especially considering the numbers he's put up recently. Um, he can have a good passing day and still not reach that number. So I'm going to go with the under for that. Patrick Mahomes over 2.5 touchdown passes. If you bet the over, as I often do on this, you can never be out of it. Even if he has just one going into the last couple minutes of the game, they can strike quickly as we have seen so I'm going to go over with Patrick AJ Brown 72 and a half yards receiving he has not done much yardage wise uh, in the playoffs so far he was on a pretty good roll banging this number lately in the regular season so I think he's going to go back over it uh, on the big stage and Miles Sanders 60 and a half yards rushing I just don't know he's going to get enough carries to get to that number the way that Nick Sirianni's been handing those Rushing attempts around in the backfield with Gamewell and Scott. So I'm going to go under with his 60 and a half yards rushing. Who's going to win the MVP? Well, it's usually a quarterback, and if not, it's an offensive player, but I'm going to go down a different road. The last defensive lineman to win it was uh, Richard Dent for the Bears way back in the 1980s. That's going to change this week in my mind. How about Hassan Reddick for Super Bowl MVP? And what a story uh, that'll turn out to be. Lastly, but not least, the Eagles are going to win. They're going to barely cover the spread, which is one and a half last I checked, but they're going to blow the over out of the water probably by the end of the third quarter. That's 15 and a half as we speak. A couple stats for you to know uh, as you head out to these parties and partake of, you know, soda and pop and popcorn and stuff. Eagles are the first Philadelphia pro team to be favored in a final since the 1997 Flyers. Um, and just a second since the 83 NBA Finals when the Sixers were prohibitive favorites over the Lakers. Uh, they are trying to become the first NFL team since the 2006 Colts to be the Super Bowl champion while also having been the last undefeated team during the regular season. They are trying to become the first NFL team ever to make it through the Super Bowl without committing any turnovers in the postseason. Uh, they've got 60 more minutes of clean football to take care of that. If you haven't heard, Andy Reid has been in six uh, Eagles-Chiefs games. He's head coached uh, each team three times. His teams are 6-0 and straight up and 6-0 against the spread in those six games. And in those six games, Eagles center Jason Kelsey is credited with more fumbles, he's got two, than Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, who has none in those six games. And lastly, whomever does win Sunday, it's going to be the third NFL team to have more wins on the field they win the Super Bowl than the host team did during that season. They'll be joining the 1969 Jets at the Orange Bowl and the 1980 Raiders at the Superdome. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. It's nice chatting with you. Uh, congratulations to uh, Chet, who's going to win this whole uh, pool thing. And, Bill, maybe you can get him next year. See you guys. Take care. Hey, what? <laughs> what? Poop knows. Poop knows. Poop. All right. <laughs> Let's circle back to me and you, pal. 
Uh, and just so you know, all mine are written down right here, and I wrote right. boops down as well. So I'm not making any more changes. I got mine right here. All right. Okay. Who's going to win the coin toss? Chiefs. I flipped a coin, and it said Eagles. So you say okay. Chiefs. I say yep. Eagles. Which player will score the game's first touchdown? I have Devontae Smith. Nice. I have Miles Sanders. They're going to so run the ball. Yes. Actually, me and Boop ended up very close, I have to say. Oh. Over under Jalen Hurts passing for 239.5 yards. Boop said under. I'm saying over. I think the Eagles are going to throw the ball more than people think. And I think A.J. Brown's going to have a big day. So I'm taking the over. Yeah, I went under. But I do think he's going to have a big game. But I went okay. under. All, All right. right. Patrick Mahomes, uh, 2.5 touchdown passes over under. Is three more than two and a half, Bill? At the last I checked. Then I'm going to say over. That's what I have. Over. I have over as well. Uh, A.J. Brown, 72.5 yards receiving over under. I'm going over. He's going to have maybe not a huge day in terms of receptions, but he's going to break one for about 50 yards, and he will have over 72 and a half. Yes, he will. I have Ooh. over as well. Miles Sanders, 60.5 yards rushing over under. I'm going to say under. I think we're going to see, uh, like I said, more passing than some people think. And I think we're going to see more of Kenneth Gainwell again, just as we did the last few uh, games. You would be wrong because he is going to be over. Miles Sanders is going to have a big game. Okay. Who will win the MVP? Boop said Reddick. And that was my first thought, actually, before I even listened to Boop. But I think Andy Reid's going to make some adjustments to make sure Reddick doesn't go off. So I switched my uh, MVP vote to A.J. Brown, believe it or not. Uh, well, uh, not a bad pick. Neither was Reddick. I, I was leaning very heavy towards Reddick as well. But I'm going Jalen Hurts. I think yep. Jalen Hurts is going to have a big game on the ground, in the air. He's just going to have a big game. I'm, I'm all in on Jalen. Okay, who wins? Well, we all have the Eagles winning the game. Um I'm saying 31-24, and you said what, 34-24? I said 34-23 is what my prediction tonight is, 34-20. I might have said that in some other thing. but Okay, so that means we all think the Eagles will win and cover, so that's a yes. And I'm over as well. Yeah, uh, the math tells me that 55, 56 points is more than 50.5, so we're all going yes to the over, so – there you go. We'll see how we do next week. All right. So, like I said, uh, we'll take that uh, screenshot that Chet had up there a minute ago. We'll post this on our Philly Press Box Radio Facebook page. Jump in on the comments. Uh, give us your picks just for fun. Uh, heck, if somebody got all ten of them right, heck, maybe we come up with a prize for you out of our uh, out of our Raz Room PPCC one eighteen Raz Room. Maybe we'll see what we can do with that, Chet. If anybody could get a 10 for 10. Yeah, some people are uh, projecting scores already. Um, wait, Bevins said 28-24, and then he also said 28-23. Which is it, Danny? You can't have it both ways. Well, he jumped back to 24 down right below that. So <laughs> okay. he must have kicked an extra point while we were gone. <laughs> well, All hey, right. Chet, uh, I assume that the Super Bowl trip, the Philly sports trip is sold out, gone already, nothing much to do there. Uh, we know the spring training 
trips are sold out. What's going on next at Philly Sports Trips and at Cherry's Ticket Town? Yeah, they're busy this week. They have the trip out in Arizona. I think that uh, takes off tomorrow. And in addition to that, this weekend, they have that bus trip up to Brooklyn to see the Sixers and Nets. That is also sold out, by the way. So it doesn't say sold out on that one, but that's sold out. And so are the two Phillies spring training trips. They are both sold out for mid-March. But what they do have is they have a Phillies-Yankees trip, uh, Yankee Stadium, April 3rd. Uh, You can go out to the NFL draft in Kansas City. Uh, There's a baseball trip to Denver later in May. You can go over uh, to London and Leeds to see the Union play soccer late May. So all of this and much, much more. Phillysportstrips.com has all the information for you, Bill. Hey, aren't you going to that? Are you going to that Brooklyn trip? No, I was going to, but uh, you, you know why I actually held off on doing it? Because a few weeks ago when I was going to book it, I think, you know what? The Eagles might be in the Super Bowl that Sunday, and that's just too crazy a weekend. So that's honestly the reason I decided not to pursue it. And I was right. Eagles were in the call. Super Bowl. Got that one right. Got that one right. <laughs> so what's going it. on over at Sherry's Ticket Town? Any updates from them? Well, Sherry's Ticket's always has tickets available for you in all sporting events and concerts here in the Philly area and beyond, Bill. Sherry'sTickets.com, easy to use, no hidden fees. The price you see is the price you pay, so pay less and play more with Sherry'sTickets.com. Save even more by using the exclusive promo code EOP10. You save 10%. Um, Why use any other ticket reseller and get those hard-to-come-by tickets to the big game? Of course, Sherry'sTickets.com also has Great hard-to-get theater and concert tickets. Remember, use the promo code EOP10, the website, to check all this out, sherrystickets.com. Very good. Hey, uh, Danny Bevins. You know, Danny's been missing in action for a long time, but he hasn't lost his confidence, you know. Uh, he's kind of <laughs> like you, Chet. He's, he's just not going to lose his confidence. Yeah. Then we used to give away the, the autograph photos. Danny won, I think, about seven or eight of them. Yes, he did. <laughs> well, hey, Jet, uh, we're loaded tonight with great guests. Paul Domowich, Coach Dick Vermeil, Boop, Bob Patron Jr. Who's coming to Philly Press Box Radio next week to talk about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl? Uh, not locked up yet, Bill. I will have someone booked. He has not gotten back to me. Uh, someone who to talk about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, hopefully. So uh, hopefully we can lock that up. Plus, I'm going to have an interview next week with a couple of guys from that terrific young band I touted about a month ago, Fat Mez, co-founders Dom Levy and Billy Thoden. These guys, both in their early 20s, are amazing. I can't wait for everybody to get out and see them and for the folks to meet them on our show next week. So football talk plus fat Nez. I just like saying that fat Nez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Hey, uh, why you were hunting your Dick for meal, uh, tape. Um, I got to say my piece about the Eagles. Uh, what's your, what's your take on the Eagles? I think they have the better players at almost every position. I'll give Mahomes the edge, even at 80%. I'll still give him a slight edge over Jalen Hurts. Um, tight end, sure, I'll give Travis Kelsey an edge over Dallas Goddard. But where it really counts, Bill, and I know you feel this way, are the lines. And I think the Eagles have a better O-line than the Chiefs' D-line, despite the presence of Chris Jones. And I think the Eagles' D-line is better than the Chiefs' O-line, despite the presence of a couple of real good Pro Bowl players. So that's, to me, where you win a lot of these games. I know you feel the same way in the trenches. The Eagles have the edge there. They have the better skill players, certainly at wide receiver. And uh, I think, you know, Hertz is 
pretty good now in terms of health. And I think he's going to get the ball to A.J. Brown and uh, Devontae Smith and Goddard. So I do agree with everybody else who says it's going to be a high-scoring affair. That's why I said 31-24. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch, and I think the Eagles are going to put up a lot of points. And uh, hopefully it doesn't come down to the very, very last couple of minutes because I don't want to sweat too much. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I hope it doesn't turn into a shootout. I don't know that a shootout is in in the Eagles' advantage. You know, I think uh, you, you let Mahomes get hot and get in a rhythm and all that. I think that can only hurt you. I think uh, that's why I think the Miles Sanders 60, what was it, 60.5? Yeah. Uh, I think they will mix in the running game a little bit more. Jalen Hurts is going to run the ball. I think Hurts is going to have a big game again. Um, I I just, I just think the Eagles are a better team. I've said that all along, and uh, I'm not I'm not changing that again. Now, Coach said this, and he and he's right on though. You got to be disciplined. You can't have those stupid penalties. Hopefully, the referees let them play, yeah. uh, and, and don't don't get involved in the game. And of course, you can't turn the ball over. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the keys, certainly. Ron Jaworski always says that is win the turnover battle. You win the turnover battle, you're going to have a much better chance of winning the game. So, yeah, that's that's definitely a key. Hey, I, I just thought of this uh, the other day, and I, I saw this in my file of pictures. These were the Super Bowl odds back in late August. Look where the Eagles were down there, 2,200. So, uh I put $5 on the Eagles. So, yeah, for my $5, I'm going to get like $125 or $130 back if they do, in fact, win on Sunday. So that was a pretty good risk uh, on my part, I thought, that $5 bet. And yes, it was. Teams ahead of them that, are, that really, you know, failed miserably this year, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, the Rams, the defending champions, the Broncos, who really stunk it up, and, of course, the Cowboys, America's team, my ass. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> way to go, uh, Eagles. Now, when yeah, 125 yeah. bucks. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, one, one final comment for me on the Eagles. Uh, you know, we we hit just about everybody with Damo when we talked to him, but uh, Nick Sariani and his staff a- have just done a tremendous job. That you know, for whatever reason, uh, people still want to get after Jonathan Gannon. Uh, this defense leads the league in just about every category, and you know, in the playoffs, are just dominating people. Yet, I don't know what more people want from Jonathan Gannon because he can't do any more than what he's done. He doesn't blitz enough. That's whenever, whenever you ask anybody, that's what they say. Oh, he doesn't blitz enough. You should, they had 70 sacks. So right. what's the difference? And, How you and, get them? Well, you don't <laughs> blitz when you're beating people with your front four. Yeah. They haven't had a, had a reason to blitz because they're dominating with their, their front line. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that these guys – I think the outcome is going to be good for the Eagles. If it's not good, it's sure not because of the job that this coaching staff did. I think they've been absolutely tremendous. I agree. And it looks like uh, they're all going to be pretty much back next year intact. Steichen may be a possibility not back, but we'll see about that. Hey, I didn't get to talk to Damo about this, but one of his colleagues at the 33rd team did a piece the other day about the best and worst Super Bowls. In fact, they were ranked 1-56, to and he had the best one at uh, Super Bowl 13, the Steelers beating the Cowboys, 35-31. I remember that. And Super Bowl 32 was number two. That was John Elway's first of his two back-to-back Super Bowl wins. The Eagles 41-33 win over the Patriots five years ago. That was third on the list. So 
Not a bad list from Barry Wilmer at the 3013. I might look that up because obviously you yeah, and check I it out. every one of them. I'll, I'll, I'll have to check that out. That's uh, That'd be a fun list to see. You know, Bill, we talk all football tonight, which means we didn't get to talk about some other stuff like the Flyers getting back in action. They lost to the Islanders Monday night. The Sixers are in Beantown as we speak for a big matchup against the Celtics. Uh, the NBA trade deadline is tomorrow. We'll see if the Sixers make any moves. And LeBron James last night surpassed Kareem to become the NBA's all-time points leader. I actually watched it happen because I got reminded of it around uh, 11.30 or so. Somebody posted something about the game, so I checked it out. Good for LeBron. Uh, we're not going to talk about that. And Another thing we should talk about, though, I think that's very important, Bill, tomorrow is National Pizza Day. So Thursday, go get yourself a pizza because it is National Pizza Day. Well, I didn't know it was National Pizza Day, but I will tell you it is my oldest son's birthday tomorrow. He will be 39 years old. Unfortunately, he will not be here anywhere near us, but uh, he's Send busy. him a pizza. He's busy getting ready for the draft, so he, he's a busy Email guy. Email him a pizza. That's right. We'll do it. <laughs> All right. Hey, one other thing I wanted to point out, Chet, before we get to the end of this thing. Uh want to send our condolences out to our friend Kevin Riley. Kevin yes. lost his mother. Uh, over the weekend and uh kevin is a great guy and a, a great friend of our of our show and uh uh condolences to him and the riley family yes here here uh very sorry for your loss kevin all right well hey let's uh take a quick break thank our friends at the ppcc 118 raz room they post great sports memorabilia on their facebook page so people can take a chance of winning something they may not be able to afford or have access to all items come with certificates of authenticity they continue to run out great autograph memorabilia from all the philly teams and more check out their facebook page like it or follow it it's ppcc 118 raz room that's right ppcc 118 raz room on facebook and chet if you might have noticed there's a block pool going around that's giving out some pretty good prizes from the raz room this week uh some jalen hurts helmets jason kelsey helmet travis kelsey helmet Travis Hel Kelsey jersey. It is sold out. Somebody's going to win some good stuff from the Raz Room. Good luck, everybody. Uh, by the way, I'm not an IPA guy, but tonight in honor of the Eagles and Maryland Mike being out there, I'm drinking a Maryland Mike Philly Special Double Hazy IPA. Go, Birds! There you go. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Let's thank tonight's special guest, Paul Domowich, the coach, Dick Vermeil, Bob Vitrone Jr., our sponsors, the Irish Rover Station House. Bob Sullivan's LikeYourAge.com, PPCC 118 Raz Room, and Dave LaVoy of Allstate Insurance in Westchester, PA. For Jim Chachesco, this is Bill Furman. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll join Philly Press Box Radio next Wednesday, February 15th at 7 p.m. You can see us live on Facebook. Listen through our website, phillypressboxradio.com, on blogtalkradio.com, slash phillypressboxradio, on Google Podcasts, as well as Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and all the others. I got mine too, Jet. High hopes, Philadelphia sports fans, and go birds. Play the song. Let's do the song. <laughs>